This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Hanging out with you through your Wednesday. Got to make sure I remember about it being Wednesday. Already halfway oh, right. through your work week, right? Yeah, I mean, is this does this have anything to do with the battle we had right before the show about what the date for Monday was? Oh, good heavens. <laughs> We're both talking about two different things and saying, no, no, no. It's the 8th. No, it was the 9th. No, it was the 8th. No, it's the 9th. Uh, we got it sorted, though, folks. But yeah. I'm sure most of you we out there literally are used had to, to us count up those from battles, today. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, a couple of things like that, folks. Check out our Christmas show if you're still not... Um, Done with Christmas. You can find that via the podcast feed from the 22nd of December. We talked to you about the primetime special. Do check that out when you want to or at amiplus.ca and, of course, available on the AMI app and YouTube. So uh, whenever you have time, do check those out. That's Ramya Muthan. She's at the studio in Toronto. Kelly McDonald's. we kick our second hour off, I'm at the home studio, London, Ontario. Okay, let's get to a community report. We do this Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays during the second hour. And today we're checking in with Vic Pereira. He's in Winnipeg, Manitoba. He's going to give us all kinds of uh, things to look forward to and highlight in this area. Vic, Happy New Year. How are you? Happy New Year. I'm fine. Thank you. And you guys? Oh, doing well, doing well. Thank you. And now I'm starting to think, you know, how long are we going to say Happy New Year to people? And that conversation is always interesting this time of year. But... Vic, uh, it's nice to get some of these snowy updates from different parts of the country. So you, tell us about the Snow Maze 2024, and this is in St. Adolphe, uh, Manitoba. Yes, St. Adolphe is just outside the city limits, south of Winnipeg. Mm -hmm. Every autumn they do their corn maze, and a few years ago they decided to to do it in the winter and put up a snow maze. Nice. (laughs) Is it still a corn maze? Well, it, it, it will be in the autumn, but now that the, there's no more corn in the field, so they right. turn it into, they build walls where the corn maze is and turn it into a snow maze. A wall of snow? And these snow? walls are about, yeah. Like nice. The, the walls are about three meters tall when you're walking through this maze. And it, it's really cool because we haven't been since they put in the luge run. Uh, last time we were there, there's uh, fire pits in different parts of this maze. And I think they do have some emergency exits in case people get lost or panicked or yeah, because people will get panicked doing that, too, and it is. It makes you weird. I'm kind of curious, though, about, is there any tunnels, Vic, do you know? And uh, when you talk to fire, you start, you start thinking, tunnels? hold it, guys, you're going <laughs> to melt snow. What's going on? Yeah. But it's pretty amazing, right? Because I'm sure they make sure it's watered enough so that the walls are solid enough with a bit of ice, but not right. the walking paths. What, what surprised me is how wide the walking paths actually are. Because oh, I'm, I'm walking accessible. with Candace and, and with the guide dog on the left side. There's three of us going across. That's a pretty wide load. Yeah. And we're not yeah, even, yeah. we don't touch the walls. Wow. And, and tell us more about these walls. Yeah, like how sturdy are they? Like, can I just, you know, start digging my own well, tunnel? You can't, you can't make a shortcut. No. No, no they're because they're, they're packed. Like snow on itself will pack mm. from the weight. Like, have mm-hmm. you ever made a Quincy? Yeah. get enough snow where you are to make Quincy's? Yep. So, so they, the forms are up. So the snow gets in there, then they, they add water to freeze it. And in different parts of the maze where it's more open, where they have these fire pits going for people to warm up. That's lovely. Marshmallow. And, you know, the heat from that will will cause the walls to frost up even more. Right. Yeah. And then melt later on once they put the fire out. 
so you have it even thickening and being harder. Uh, how long did it take you guys to go through? Did you get yourselves lost? Were you at any point saying, man, where the heck's one of these emergency exits? Well, we, we go through because they, they put, uh, they have snow sculptures hidden throughout the maze. So they give you a card and half the fun is trying to find all 12 or 15 snow sculptures. So, so you know, as long as you're warm and you dress for it, you, you can be there quite a while. And it's, and there are staff that uh, go through periodically. They'll give you help if you want directions. Say if you need to go out to get a hot dog outside or, or go inside to get a hot chocolate. So there, there is people, because mm. it is quite large. Because as, as I said, they've made the Guinness Book of World Records. I didn't know it was a record or a wow. thing for the world's largest snow maze. That's really awesome. Do you know what kind of snow games they have? They, they, have, they have a little mini toboggan run. And uh -huh. they have the luge, which is new, which... We'll probably try just because that's who we are. But uh, we haven't seen any skating there. And they do have horse-drawn sleigh rides. But, It'd uh, kind of be cool only... to make the pads uh, ice so you can skate around the maze. No? Part two of the snow maze. Uh, that, that could be fun. Cause, <laughs> uh, and, and if you don't know how to stop, you know there's going to be a wall nearby. Well, that's it. You at least might hit a reasonably soft-packed wall. I, I think that the problem, obviously, is then how do you get rid of it when you... Let's return it to okay, a maze well, we'll so people can go through. just make a skating path, right? Like it not... Off to the side. Exactly. Since yeah. it's so wide, right? Mm. But I love the fact it's wide because it's accessible, I'd like to think. Like, do you think a person in a wheelchair, Vic, no problem going through there? Uh, it depends on your type of wheelchair. There are some modified wheelchairs we've noticed that have the similar to uh, the uh, uh, fat bike tires. Okay. And, and that usually helps. And if you have somebody pushing you, of course, that's going to help. Right. But but I think a power chair would also be okay because it is quite packed. And yeah. my friends who do use power chairs that don't mind if it's packed snow. Mm. Now, do we that's know amazing. how long this awesome experience is going to last? Is there an end date or is it just as long as there's enough weather-wise well, to keep it going they hope to go to march okay if the weather cooperates yeah it might be longer and if the weather doesn't cooperate it might be sooner so it's okay. very dependent on can you imagine when time. it starts melting that's what rumia loves it the most when the wall is only two feet high and she can go hey, over and just shout over to everybody <laughs> Where are you? The maze. Yeah. step over and rumia just go across the whole thing that's why I'm i was done. really adamant about this tunnel stuff you know like i really want to know if i can dig through this but hey uh, yeah. i'll be a good so sport you subscribe you subscribe to the adage that the shortest line between two points is straight. Exactly. The, yeah, you what don't do know they what's out the, the side. You look funny coming out one wall and, oh, there's a ravine here. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Uh, Vic, that's mm -hmm. awesome. I love that one. Um, your other one goes back to Rummy skating. Skating at the Riley Family Duck Pond. What's this? Yeah, that's in the Cinnaboyne uh, Park. And the mm -hmm. three major parks have, have duck ponds. I don't know why they call them duck ponds because usually you see geese only. I guess geese are right. the bullies. <laughs> they must be the bullies of uh, those types of birds. Yes. So when they when they freeze over, they they turn them into skating rinks, and they have warming shelters where you can put on your skates and, and walk down to the pond. And the reason I selected Assiniboine Park is uh, they have the cargo bar right beside it. So if you need a hot chocolate or a soft drink or a not so soft drink, that's available too. <laughs> And it's one of the larger duck ponds in the city, so it makes for, for very good skating. And Are you a skater? Yes. Uh, when I lived in Calgary, I used to play on the blind hockey league team. There. Oh, right. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, yes. So for you, 
getting out on something like this? What are your kind of heads up? I mean, obviously, we all think about, well, how many other people are out there? I don't want to run anyone over, don't want to collide. How's your comfort out there with this thing? And because it's big, do you feel you have enough freedom, enough space? I actually find it easier to skate outdoors because people skates make noise. And right. on the on the natural ice, it's rougher, so they make more noise. So it's mm -hmm. actually easier for me to, to skate in independently. And you know, as long as I don't get too close to the edges where there's just snow, but at least that snow, it's not a, it's not the board. So yeah, you hit fine. that, you somersault into it, you're fine. Yeah. So so it it does work really well. And of course, you, you don't go racing around because there are children, and, and we have to be considerate of them. Because I'm like a bull in a china shop. And when you're when you're short with a low center of gravity, I, I I might weeble, but I don't fall down very often. That's the blind hockey player in you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and the other advice is uh, when I tell people, just get your skate sharpened, you know, because if yep. you have dull skates, it's not a pleasant experience. Mm, yeah. Especially and people on don't realize that how much. And like you say, on a natural ice, it's it's a one hundred percent different thing than oh, we're in a nice little arena. Yeah, you can get away with a lot uh, on an indoor or a, a artificial made, let alone the way this natural with the with the air bubbles and so on. Sorry, Vico, and you were saying? Oh no. No, that's okay. That's just saying because uh, the, the natural ice is harder than artificial ice. Right. So it's, and then it's you got to put up with the frost, right? The snow or whatever that also freezes on it, that little coating that's there. Great. That's a good one, Vic. Yeah. Uh, and it's up, and the, the river trails haven't opened this year because it's been abnormally warm. You know, like December, we've only had one day where it wasn't above normal temperatures. So So the only options we have are these duck ponds now for outdoor skating. It's really awesome. um, nice to have these kind of, you know, winter activities as they are. Mm. Everybody knows what you can be doing in, around the winter time, right? Skating, skiing, tobogganing, etc. cetera. Uh, but then have like these interesting locations and stories around where you would go try these activities. There's just never a shortage of that. No. No, and, and winters are shorter if you find fun things to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. It's the only way to keep us through the winter, especially this time around. Like before January, there's a lot going on, it seems, just, you know, communally. But uh, Jan, Feb, March, you really want to try to do whatever you can to get through the winter. So have some fun with the family and friends. Vic, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. Vic Pereira is our community reporter in Winnipeg, Manitoba, giving us some highlights over there that you can check out, especially with that kind of uh, winter activity theme going. And he'll be back next month. Also, our community reports are generally on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays to kick off the second hour. Yeah, I, um, I think it's fun because, I mean, when I was a kid, I loved it because you kept warm. You know, the cold didn't even exist to me when you were skating, when you were out just doing some of the things you were talking about at the top of the show, yep. rolling down a hill, scrapping with your friends, and, and <laughs> hey, I can't get hurt. I'm falling into the snow. Did hey. I say scrapping? Oh, well, you yeah, got it right. Well, yeah, well, yeah I mean, I, I read kind of between the Scarborough okay. lines. Um, <laughs> wow. You know, it's also just that fun that you'd have. I love your interest in tunnels because it reminded <laughs> me of when we used to dig our way into the, the big mounds of snow that the... Plows left. There should be the shortcuts. Ones that parents said, "Don't hide in there. Yeah. You'll end up dead if the plow comes back." And well, of course, you don't do that. What I'm thinking is, if you're too cold and you still haven't figured out the maze yet, uh, and you just want to get out of there, <laughs> probably good to have some shortcuts. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Find your way, right? They should build them right in there, so you just get on your knees and. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs>
right through. Look at me, like slick. Coming up next on the program, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk a little bit about locking in life insurance. It's a great way to protect our loved ones and leave our legacy. We're going to get into this option with financial advisor Ryan Chin right after this. Stand by. We'll be back in two minutes. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.